Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This podcast contains strong language, adult humour and discussions about transphobia. Sorry, I clonked the table. Sorry. No, I... Yes. uh, Hi, and welcome to Educating Georgia. But on today's episode, neither of us know anything, so it's... Help us. It's a dual education. It's a dual education. (laughs) You know... We both know... (laughs) Yes, we both know the... I'm so sorry in advance for... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry for... I'm definitely doing that more than once. (laughs) I'm Georgia. I don't know films. I'm Steph. Uh, I don't know films either. <laughs> oh, what a twist! I know. It's just, uh, have you ever like this, this, and this, and we'll say Star Wars Episode Two, biggest twists of all time. Mm. Episode Two, Episode Four. It's the second okay. Star Wars, but holy shit, Episode Five. <laughs> okay. I can't help you. Here's no. a shovel. <laughs> Maybe I can do it again because that's embarrassing. No, we'll just keep it in. No, we'll keep it in. I think that's my life. You can't redo embarrassing things. That's just something you have to learn. Right, today we will be watching The Silence of the Lambs, which is a 1991 American psychological horror film directed by Jonathan Dame and written by Ted Talley, adapted from the Thomas Harris 1988 novel. It stars Jodie Foster as Claire Starling, a young FBI trainee who is hunting a serial killer, Buffalo Bill, Ted Levine, who skins his female victims. It also stars Anthony Hopkins, Scott Glenn, and others. It has received 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, and although it was a slow burner, like it wasn't like when it first came out, people would just be like, oh, okay, what's this? And then it kind of created, like it perpetually created quite a big following and is now critically acclaimed 272.7 million dollars in the box office uh did i say 96 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah you did did you want to get it all out of the way before anything else so you could just like ignore it yes (laughs) big winner big big winner at the academy awards best picture best director best actor best actress Best Adapted Screenplay, and it's the it's only the third film to accomplish that, the big five. Oh. And it was also nominated for Best Sound and Best Film Editing. Cool. Yes. <laughs> so that's all the facts. They're all, like, the standard facts that we give yeah, on yeah, this yeah. show. And uh, I got them out quite well. Uh, yeah, very quickly. Very, very yes. quickly. We Slammed it out. Just didn't get a chance to comment on it. I mean, I don't think I had a comment no. But I am surprised that Anthony Hopkins Turner's Hannibal Lecter isn't included in the description of the film. Yep, I must admit, <laughs> I copied and pasted all of this from Wiki. So I was, because genuinely I was reading it and I was like, Buffalo Bill, do you know I thought this was about Hannibal Lecter? And it is, it's fine, I wasn't being wrong. But the most interesting thing I have found out about this is that there is a musical... Wait, what? Silence, the musical, is a 2005 musical created by John and Al Kaplan as a parody to the 1991 Academy Award winning film Silence of the Lambs. I mean, I I, need to watch this. (laughs) uh, Honestly, forget Silence of the Lambs, we should watch the musical. (laughs) This, fuck the podcast, fuck this. We're going to watch the musical. (laughs) Silence, the musical. I... 
because obviously I was doing my reading and I scrolled down and it said musical and I was like, surely that's a mistake. And it wasn't. And boy, howdy. <laughs> I mean, I want to hear the the song. The IRS man, he came to tax me. I had his liver with a nice Chianti. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Look at you go, Mr. Rhymes. <laughs> You've had a lot of superhero names on this podcast. <laughs> like Mr. Alias Rhymes. Boy <laughs> and Mr. Rhymes. Uh, I think Mr. Rhymes is probably the most useless superhero. Quick, save that man, he's falling off a building. I can give him a poem. <laughs> <laughs> there once was a man who was falling. <laughs> he found it incredibly galling that they got Mr. Rhymes, who wasn't sublime, and something, something falling (laughs) (laughs) masterpiece who needs Shakespeare we have the bard of our time have I told you my favourite limerick I've ever written this is unrelated Uh, but no oh okay there once was a man from London whose poems went on and on so as a fix he wrote limericks but didn't know how to rhyme (laughs) that's good well done write it down copyright (laughs) get your money dollar 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 Right, back to the thing. Back to the thing. Um, we had a small interview where we started talking about limericks. It's fine. We're professionals here. Yeah, oh god, yeah. I knew that it was like a thriller, like it was a psychological thriller. Yes. But I read that it was like somewhere between a thriller and a full-blown horror, and now I, I'm a little bit scared. D- I mean, I don't know how far I'd call it horror. I don't know it, so... <laughs> True. Because I know my friend's really into horror films, and for her birthday, we bought her one of those posters that you like scratch off for like, the hundred films. Oh yeah, and they're all horror films, and I think this was on there. there and were I remember thinking horror films that they thought were worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> she likes trash as well, so you know. <laughs> I, mean, I like trash, and trash horror is great. <laughs> But I don't think there are a hundred horror films that I say go watch these hundred horror films. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe it was just called a hundred horror films. I don't know if it specified that you should watch them. It was just a countdown. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I'm not a huge horror fan. I did try and get into it, but for me, with like the horror, the supernaturally, the, the kind of classic horrors, I think because they look so unreal, I laugh. Like, when people get hurt a lot, I laugh, which is worrying for me as a person. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a little concerned about this. Yeah, it's like... Okay, so, at the beginning of It, a little boy gets his arm chewed off. Like, he yeah. gets his arm bitten off. And he's then, like, wiggling around in the road without an arm. And I was struggling to breathe the amount I was laughing, because it looked so dumb. So, what I'll say about that is, like, uh, there is a, like... A lot of people say this. There's a fine line between horror and comedy. They use the same rules, which is set up punchline. Mm. It's just in horror, the punchline is uh, a little a boy getting his arm removed, yeah, uh, chewed off. Uh, so, and a lot of people do react with laughter at horror. I mean, yeah, there's a reason why horror is one of the genres that we should all ease watch with other people because, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a, a form of catharsis. I do, however, feel like watching a child writhe in a puddle as his arm has been just chewed off and laughing is yeah on the face of it it's quite harrowing yeah but it's like whenever like i watch a lot of casualty and whenever someone fell down the stairs or anything because it's like you're acting but you're falling dead like that would make me laugh this thing anything any accident in casualty i watched them like they could easily have avoided that this is hilarious yeah i I was i applied for a job on casualty didn't get it Um, no 
But I, as a result, I had to watch a lot of Casualty, and I got into it. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, everyone in Casualty who becomes a patient is a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, there are a lot of, like, especially the old ones, where it's like, oh, what a lovely barbecue. Oh, no, your frisbee's gone on the roof. Don't worry, granddaughter will get it on this ladder. <laughs> it's just like, you know it's going to end badly. It's not so much like that anymore, but I, yeah. I, I also really enjoy the fact that in Casualty they will do this stupid accident, and that's not even the stupidest thing they'll do that week, because there'll be some big revelation about this person, and you're like, what? <laughs> Hold on. Why didn't you bring this up before? It's not like this is a harrowing fact unless you hide it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I do I do laugh at uh, things, but I don't because this is like the psychological and from the clips that like I think a lot of people have seen when they come, when it is just the two of them sat together talking. So I think I am going to get quite creeped out because it I is mean, I will say that I have only seen one scene from this film. And I watched it in, I think, my first week of uni studying screenwriting. Um, because everyone wants you to watch this film. Yep. <laughs> um, and you were like, no. <laughs> they were like, watch all of the film, but here's this scene. We're going to show you the scene where she meets Hannibal Lecter for the first time. And I watched it. I was like, this is good. I'm not going to watch the rest of the film. I bought a copy of the DVD. I've owned it for three years. <laughs> uh, uh, have you been a bit scared to watch it? No, I just, you know, I've not really had the time. <laughs> I've got other things to do. Like rewatching thrillers cats. aren't my thing. Cats are my oh. anthropomorphic fuckable cats are my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I should like to say I met as soon as I saw that they were dragging the film Cats on Drag Race UK, I had to let you know. Like, I mean, I it was I, I enjoy. I thought it was one of the funniest things they've done on Drag Race UK. It is, and Drag Race UK is the funny one. <laughs> yeah, ah, damn cats. Anyway, yeah. Well, you say psychological thir- thrillers are your thing. I quite enjoy. I say n- try to get into horror. Didn't really get there, but I do like a thriller. I do like a a, a creepy, like a ooh. <laughs> I do sometimes miss the plot, and I do like not quite get it. Sorry, but I'm- a creepy like a ooh. <laughs> you don't get to just brush past that. <laughs> so like, what do you don't... mean? <laughs> okay, so like horrors, I think are a bit more like ah ah. Whereas a thriller is a bit more like a ooh, like a creepy, like oh, it's a. And I think you've watched the wrong horror films because the horror films we're gonna watch, well, a lot of it is ah. Um, there's a lot of ooh too. Um, Especially for the second one, which I'm not going to spoil because, frankly, the world ain't going to see it coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. I do hope that when we get to horror that we are allowed to be in each other's company again. (laughs) Because I don't want to do that by myself. Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I've been petitioning the government to allow podcasters to get the vaccine just so we could. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I've been saying, like, it should be carers first and then podcasters. They're the two people Uh, who need it the most. Absolutely. (laughs) Um. (laughs) We are providing a service for the nation. (laughs) Consider this your get well, feel good podcast, <laughs> full of knob gags. Nothing makes me feel better than a laugh and a knob gag. I mean, nothing makes me feel better than a knob. Am I right? Hey, bye you. It's been too long. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway. Um... I was talking to someone about penises because we were and they were and it she was like, as, and it, I was like oh what was the first penis you saw like and she's like it was it was alright and then she's like what about you and I was like, it's mine so horrible um, horrific <laughs> horrific <I'm> disgusting sick. <laughs> penis <laughs> <laughs> I really just spent this entire podcast making myself seem like just the worst kind of person with no redeeming factors <laughs> yeah which is untrue <laughs> <laughs> I mean so the penis gathered... thing's untrue I've got a lovely cock <laughs> What we've learned from this podcast is that you're a terrible stand-up, you're not very good looking, you're pretentious, you don't have any friends, and you have a hideous cock. (laughs) (laughs) And you would fuck a cat. Not a real cat. I cannot stress enough how much I would not. (laughs) I'm not Shane Dawson. I need to have human (laughs) hands to hold my horrible cock. (laughs) (laughs) There is one anthropomorphic <laughs> cat <laughs> anyway um, Silence of the Lambs <laughs> this is exactly where I thought this podcast was going <laughs> Do, I mean I am concerned about Silence of the Lambs for two reasons uh, yep. one I've put this on the list without having seen it which means that I may regret saying everyone should watch it massively yeah. Uh, and it's not really my genre, so I may hate it. Two, I have a strong feeling based on my knowledge of the plot that it is going to be wildly transphobic. Um. Yeah, I read <laughs> something because Buffalo Bill was, has been sort of like, are they bi? Are they trans? What we doing? And it was a bit of a hot yeah. topic. I don't know much about the film. I know that Buffalo Bill falls into that J.K. Rowling-esque man dresses as a woman to harm women thing so that's fun <laughs> mm. well they might do it elegantly we they don't might know. do it elegantly <laughs> I <laughs> I suspect not for 1991 oh god no but like I, I know the performances are meant to be great so I'm sure that I'll get something from it whether it yeah. is that or not <laughs> I'm saying it, it, it's done well so it should it should be good and I think it is one of those Everyone's heard of Silence of the Lambs. Like, oh. Everyone knows the, uh, the lo- Lava Beans and Maschianti. Yeah. I I think it's an ironic title because I live near a farm and they aren't quiet. Lambs ever. are loud. They're loud. <laughs> Meh. Ba, ba, ba. Shut up. Let me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fuck off, you was... cute, jumpy prick. <laughs> Gambling all day, you'll lose oh. all your money. <laughs> that was a gambling joke about. Like, yeah, no, no, it was, it was, it yeah. was certainly, Real clever, it clever. was within the realms of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I aspire to be. Um, I was going to say something about this. Yeah, because I, I mean, obviously, Hannibal Lecter is. There isn't just this film. There, there is a film. I swear, there's. I think there's it's a film, film called a Hannibal. Was it called Hannibal? And um, I know there is a TV, and there's a TV series, series about of him. Hannibal too, um, which is very, very good. By the way, if mm. you haven't watched Hannibal, masterpiece. I love that film, that TV series. It is so good, yeah. and also it has a third season. Um, <laughs> don't worry it about it. <laughs> yeah, don't just leave. Just leave it alone. <laughs> it's so annoying though when you like when you find a series and it's only got like it's really good and they don't have anything like any series after that and you think ugh and then there are some that 
did and you think they should have stopped oh it really bugs me the creator of Hannibal this was he's done so many TV shows and all of them got cancelled after a second series Hannibal is the first one to get a third series and it is one of the worst things the, th- the third series it just <laughs> he was just too confused he didn't know what to do he'd never Hannibal done it before Hannibal starts off as this sort of like yes it's a bit pretentious and artsy but it's still good and then by season three just like ah oh, this is why unwatchable <laughs> it's, it's gone too far into the edge of pretentious <laughs> and I should know that line <laughs> yeah, I crossed that line years ago um, <laughs> I wish Pushing Daisies had had a third series that's a great show Give me a third season of Pushing Daisies, not that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the worst thing is, like you, if you, when you found out there was going to be a third series, you were probably excited. Oh, and it was only the I watched it when all three series had come out, but I, there were only two series ah. on Netflix, and then I found the third series was in a DVD box set I bought, and I was like, <gasps> "What? No way!" And then it, yeah, it. Um, I didn't get through the first episode. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> That bird. I was like, I've and seen. Gillian G- Anderson. She's become main cast by that point. She's great in the show. Oh, I just, let's not talk about this. Yep. <laughs> I honestly recommend the first two series. Don't watch the third. Just don't, don't get your hopes up. Don't do it. Right. Well, let's hope that all three thirds of this film are good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do I get to say it? Yeah. Oh yeah. To the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy no one's gonna listen to this episode Stop. <laughs> they just we, we they know that we're gonna the whole yeah. time horrible horrible experience <laughs> <laughs> right let's hope the babe doesn't let me down it's time for the obligatory spoiler warning where i also tell you to subscribe to our social medias and the show we're on twitter at hatpackprod and we're on facebook and instagram hatpackproductions and we're back Oh, that's much more professional than what I normally do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm more professional than you. That's you just are, how... objectively. Yep. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Like, it had its problems, which we'll probably get, get into, into. But, like, on the whole, that was genuinely incredible. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a reason that that film is critically acclaimed. It is probably on not just your list of films that people should see, but, like, on every a lot I hope it's on every, every list of films that people should see it sure as hell deserves to be I think this is more my kind of genre more my kind of film a oh, bit of like crime yeah. mystery thriller I didn't I didn't get that like it was somewhere between a thriller and a full blown horror I would never have described that as horror I it was horrific but that's not horror <laughs> no yeah I think it was I think that's what tips it more in, like, from a crime drama to a thriller. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have said... I think, obviously, the moment when Bill is in the uh, night vision goggles and the agent... I can't remember her name. Uh, Jodie Foster. Clarice. <laughs> Clarice. Um, we can see her, but she can't see us. Yeah. That's a bit spooky. Yeah, but it's still more uh, uncomfortable is, than Yeah, horror. it's not... <laughs> I, I will say that horror doesn't need to be supernatural, but I don't think I'd have described any of that film as horror. No, I said that. I think that moment would have come closest yeah. to like a standard horror, where like the hand reaching out and not quite getting there kind of thing. But yeah, no, I wouldn't have said that. I said it's horror. 
I will horror. say, I am very surprised that um, Hannibal Lecter isn't in the description you got from Wikipedia because he's in it way more than Buffalo Bill is. Oh, um, yeah. And he well, gets sp- the final note of the film, which is him yeah. having an old friend for dinner. I mean, that line is yeah. very... I cannot believe one of the last lines of what is quite a good film is a pun on the kind of level that I would write. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do like it, though, and the fact that it is the guy from the asylum. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice touch that he's going to eat this guy, who... Okay, he's an asshole, but I wasn't Absolutely. annoyed at him in any way. He was a very good villain. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just a bit kind of... He says they're my patients, but obviously he doesn't do anything to help them, or... No. It's just... I think if you want to write multiple villains into a story, that's how you do it. Um, yeah, definitely. Take a hint, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man 3. What, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> You've not seen Spider-Man 3. I've not seen Spider-Man 1 or 2. <laughs> what? Ah, oh, I need to make some changes film. to the list. <laughs> Spider-Man it's a superhero 2. film. It's great. I probably haven't seen it. Anyway, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> <laughs> what a transition to Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that Hannibal Lecter is in it way more than you'd expect for a film that's yeah. ostensibly about Buffalo Bill. But Hannibal Lecter's escape is one of the tensest moments I think I've ever watched. <gasps> oh, Absolutely my incredible. Just I was... every single beat of it is astonishing. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was saying I was on the edge of my seat because it's like the pen. Like you focus on the pen. Yeah. In the scene, quite a few scenes prior. Yeah. And. And then he can't find his pen, and I said, "You know, I've, he's got it. He's got the pen. I don't know what he's going to do with it, but he's got it." And then the payoff isn't until a lot later. Yeah, it is, but it is such a good pen. And that's not even the best bit of that scene. You've got the bit where he kills a guy, removes his face, and wears it, and then disguises himself as that guy. Yeah. Um, and then oh, it's just it's all brilliant. Oh, I so said they go up and he's strung up. How oh. did he have time to do that? Ha- look. I don't think it that matters because it's uh, <laughs> it's art and no matter how much time you have to do art also there were only two people in the room I think he could have taken three hours and they wouldn't have noticed That's fa- I, 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 I remember yelling specifically where is everyone else they just stood downstairs having a chat like, should have right? more people in the room probably one at the door maybe with yeah <laughs> especially something that's like as but then compli- if that was that guy there, he would have shot Hannibal and then he wouldn't have had what was, again, one of the best scenes in any film I've ever seen. Mm. Just, oh, I don't do thrillers because I get too easily stressed like I did in that. Um, <laughs> but damn, did it do well. It didn't get me as stressed as Seven did. Um, I, I don't like Seven. It's too stressful a film. Um, <laughs> oh, too stressed. Too stressed, too stressed. Because <laughs> um, when... Oh, he's in the... He's in the lift. He's on the lift. Yep. I was thinking... He's lying there, and I thought, I don't know if he would do that. I don't know if he... No, it's too obvious. ...would kill himself, and I was like, that's not... I said, because he wouldn't have... The other two wouldn't have put up much of a fight, so I can't imagine that he would have injured himself in a significant way that he would have, like... No. ...bled out later, and I was just like, I can't... And they said they shot him in the leg and nothing happened. And I was like, I really don't... Maybe this is it. And then I ah. Yeah, I will... It was quite disappointing that we didn't really get a proper payoff to the animal. It was a lot like 
uh, with Steve Buscemi and Conair. I wonder if Conair yeah. <laughs> watched this film and went, you know what we need to do? We need to introduce a clearly insane person who talks like a psychiatrist mm. and then at the end he just gets away and that's the and that's the thing. And But in Conair it's a joke. In this it's terrifying. The film. <laughs> yeah. But it is annoying that we don't get payoff for that. I think that that's something that's missing, especially given how much they build up his and Clarice's relationship. Yeah, definitely. Even... But the fact that he knows where she is and like to call her and oh, I yeah. think that is quite a big thing. I don't know because I don't know how I would have wanted it other than that. No, I do think that I, I would have been probably disappointed by any ending, especially mm. given the film Hannibal, which is a follow-up to this. Although that's problems are also in the fact that Jodie Foster's not in it. Yeah. Rumour has it she and Anthony Hopkins didn't get along well because they do very different styles of acting. Anthony Hopkins is like a one-take kind of actor. He gets everything right the first time and he's out. Whereas Jodie Foster likes multiple takes. And so you'll notice there's the very one. few scenes where the two of them are stood face to face and you can see both of them. <laughs> well, uh, yes, but I suppose that's kind of... If it was like a romance film, then there would probably be more. But yeah, no, I mean, they don't... Is, he's in a cell. to make out. That would be weird. <laughs> I think they only Imagine touch... if at the beginning of the film they went, oh, don't go near the glass. And then at the end of the film they fucked. <laughs> different film that yeah maybe as good I've seen the TV show Hannibal and Hannibal fucks the Clarice standing in that only context only through subtext but he definitely fucks him (laughs) gay Hannibal is the best Hannibal Um, (laughs) gay Hannibal I think that's on a t-shirt probably I can't imagine someone hasn't released it on a t-shirt and if they haven't we've got a market there we we stand (laughs) I'll make us a Redbubble account (laughs) exactly I think because they only touch once, and that's when they sort of brush fingers. When uh, yeah, and that's set up like it's a big deal, the... and it's going to come yeah. back later, and it doesn't. <laughs> no, but I think it's that you see what he does to other people. Yeah, you hear about what he does to this nurse. I um, mean, the level of stress build up from that single shot is very good. Yeah, so I think it's that of he does touch her, and nothing else happens to her. Mm. So I think it's that's the payoff that nothing happens rather than something happening. But yeah, yeah. I thought it was a trap and it wasn't. It was oh, he, he just genuinely wanted to help her. <laughs> yeah. But he says, like, why well, was is he sent you back? And she says, no, I came because I wanted to. It's like, they'll think we're in love. I did like, like that. Will they? <laughs> I mean, I did. You did. We both discussed them fucking literally five seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know how much of a discussion it was rather than a joke, but, well, we don't know what happened to the musical. Um, We don't, and I I guarantee they had a big I want number, and it was Hannibal singing about how he wants Clarice. I I do think, obviously, like, the silence of the lambs is the reference to why she runs away from. But, like, does that really matter? Well, what title would you have given it other than Simp to Pimp? <laughs> yes, that. I don't know. I probably would have Cause here's the thing. maybe Hannibal. Like, Hannibal is Hannibal. the name. Helpful Hannibal. Because the book series is the Hannibal series. He's in all of them. He's not the main feature of all of them, but he's in all of them. Mm. And that's the Hannibal fil- uh, book series. I think there might be a book called Hannibal too, whereas Sons of the Lambs is... I mean, I can't think of a better title than Sons of the Lambs. I mean, it's a good. What I'm saying is a good title, but I thought there would be some bleating. Uh, yes. Well, no, <laughs> I, I wasn't. Ex- 
I wasn't expecting any bleating because it was the silence. Oh, you of the wanted lambs. there to just be shots of lambs stood there in silence, quietly, like, depressingly. Yes. <laughs> but no, I mean, I thought it would be more of a plot point rather than just yeah. an anecdote that she shares. I thought there was going to be something more of it, considering it's the title of the film. But yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm saying it's a good title, but. <laughs> It, you wanted more relevance than that. I wanted more lambs, I think. I think is the, yeah. yeah, fair enough. I mean, you do love an animal. You love that dog. I do love an animal. Oh, I love that dog. <laughs> I mean, it was quite an annoying dog, but it was adorable. I wouldn't stop yapping. <laughs> wouldn't stop yapping. Although, in fairness, up. the woman in the hole wouldn't be quiet either. I got so annoyed at her when the police was like, <laughs> be did. quiet, and she, and, she was like, and she just kept on it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Would you please If you make more up. noise, he will know where to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, is that supposed to be an old well? Um, or is that just... Or has he dug oh. a hole, which is weird. Because I was going to say, right, so like when someone's selling that house, there's obviously... This house has oh, yeah. like we've got a basement, bathroom, um, bathroom, bathroom bedroom, master bedroom, bedroom, and a weird um, hole. <laughs> multiple doors in the basement, seemingly leading to the same three rooms. Um, I don't understand. And then the a massive hole. <laughs> I do not. When it is when she goes down and then she's got a gun and she's like looking through, and there just seem to be so many doors. And I was like, I can't figure out the layout it's whatsoever like, i've been to prague right and prague has an underground city basically because they built the city on top of the original city when it flooded pretty cool piece of architecture yeah. some really interesting stuff that's happened in there but like it's like that <laughs> <laughs> it's like a house on top of a house basically if you but like it's like a, it's not like a city on top underneath a house it's like he's built his own subterranean land yeah, so because he's got like that boudoir thing. But there's a bathroom down there too. There's a bathroom, and oh yeah, because that's where the old lady. The is. The old lady is and soaking in. I don't know what. I think her own juices. Yeah, but it's rock hard. Does it go rock hard? If anyone I mean, should know, I should. Yeah, you do. I know the you bodies. can get. I know you can get grave wax, which is like odipasia, which is this kind of like fatty, mushy stuff. That's what that, that probably can, was. And that can go quite hard, but that doesn't didn't seem to be i think it was probably something like that the film was very scientifically like it was very intellectual so i'd be surprised if they hadn't thought ahead of what this thing is true this is true and she was supposed to be a big fat woman so yeah which we clarified uh yeah it's got that and it's big and fat i don't think the old lady was meant to be big and fat yeah he says when she he answers she no that was someone else that was the victim that's not the same person oh i thought she said did you know so and so and she said, yeah, she used to live here, big fat woman. No, that was a different... They were talking about different people at that point. Ooh. I think. Oh, God, what if I'm wrong? <laughs> I mean, it would be unusual if I had remembered something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, highly out of character. Yeah, and, and then the moth room. A bit big on... And then the room with the hole in. The room with and the hole. And that was all... Seemed to be underground, <laughs> below the house. Yeah. Down the stairs of... And, that was very confusing. But I don't think we were supposed to focus on that. <laughs> no, I think we were meant to focus on the emotion and the drama of the scene. And again, another yeah. really stressful scene. Yeah, I, what... that was hard to... It's just like you're constantly... She's... You can see the panic in her face. Because she's there by herself, bless her. Yeah. Oh, I mean... Yeah, fuck me. It was... It was good. It was good. <laughs> oh, you were worried you weren't going to like it. I was. I was worried. Well. Mm. Okay. 
The film is great. It is very, very, very transphobic. It tries, it really tries. When it says transsexuals aren't, like, uh, aren't violent people, they're quite a passive group. And I'm like, you tried, but then you made him a deluded man, which feeds into a lot of narratives that mm. aren't great. And it is the whole a man dresses a woman to hurt other women thing. Well, I, he, I think, now, forgive me if I'm wrong, he needs women to, to make, make a, himself a woman suit. To make himself a woman suit so that yeah. he can be a woman in a suit. Yes. Made of women. Feeds into he, a lot of things. Yes, because he's wearing someone's scalp as a wig. Yes. And I think you could have just got a wig. Um, <laughs> but it had to be real authentic woman. Yeah, I do... The fact that, oh, oh, he isn't a transsexual. He's confused. He's not happy with any identity, but he thinks he's he'll be happy as a woman. It's just like, okay, right? Yeah. So it's... they didn't say that all transsexuals the, are the, just they, confused. They did try. Like, from the 90s, but... this is pretty good, but yeah. it's not great. Perfect. I really, just any film that contains the line, he's not a real transsexual, has me concerned. Yeah. <laughs> I say you had him for one session, had it much success. I don't think you? that they had him for any sessions, actually. I think he made that up about the session. Oh, okay. I think he was just working out who Bill was by looking at the psychological file, it might be my assumption. I think it was a bit specific to be Maybe. just making a profile. Because he had the name and the description. But the name and... wasn't right. He gave no. the wrong name to several... He gave several, like... No, but he gave a parents. right description. Yes, but he is just a genius. That is his... He is just a genius. He's just he, a genius. He is just a genius. He's, He's a like, genius, and he not a fortune teller. from the file he said so yeah but that bloke wasn't in the file was he no i don't know um and he, how would he have had his head hmm? the head <laughs> that bill killed the bill the one in the jar in the storage unit yes that was hannibal's storage locker but that oh, yeah. wasn't the person that he killed oh then i don't fucking know <laughs> also i don't know how like oh hi we've just met you're my therapist here's a pickled head <laughs> <laughs> it's how I introduce all of myself to all therapists. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Pickled head. Um, <laughs> pickled head. Anyone? <laughs> Anyone fancy a pickled head? It's really good. <laughs> you need a special fork to get it out. Yeah. They are delicious. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So I think they they must have met. maybe not in the capacity of therapy. I don't therapy. Think. But I think the character that Hannibal is would like any person that he encounters will become a patient oh, I mean, in his eyes. Yeah, and usually those patients will become psychotic. He, uh, yes. Like, he gets, he's trying to tear Clarice down to the point that she breaks. Mm. Um, he six, I mean, again, let me make this clear. The TV series Hannibal is not officially connected to this film. <laughs> it is a prequel series and I am not saying that anything that happens in that series is connected to this film. However, However, <laughs> in that show, he successfully turns Will into a psychopath or convinces him he is a psychopath, which is very interesting. Also in that show, Lawrence Fishburne plays the FBI director. Great casting. Anyway, moving on to Silence of the Lambs. I just really like Hannibal, guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you fully expressed that, um, <laughs> but thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes with things like 
like you've got like a really good film. So obviously, it's them must be amazing books. Yes. And then it's made this brilliant film. And I think sometimes if you overdo it, it kind of not cheapens it exactly, but other things won't be as good as that one thing. I will say so that f- I, I am yet to see a, a film of a similar ilk to Silence of the Lambs that is as that will ever reach the heights of Silence of the Lambs. But not only that, I think that any one of them is probably cheapened a little by Silence of the Lambs. I don't think this is mm-hmm. the point you're making, but the fact that Silence of the Lambs exists means that everyone is trying to be Silence of the Lambs yeah. and you're never going to succeed. It's also referenced to the point of parody at this point in a way that is yeah annoying. Like, that mask, I think the mask is good and cool as an image, uh, but it's a little disappointing that we... I've seen it so much in pop culture that it didn't affect me in any way that it would have other people. No, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, what I mean, like, the... To have a TV series based on a movie that's based on a book kind of thing... That is so good. It's not based on the movie. It's based on the books. Um, Was the book... The, so the books Did the first. books have the prequel? So the books had... I believe the books are called Hannibal, Red Dragon, and Silence of the Lambs, and there might be more than that. And they do come before and after Silence of the Lambs. Oh, okay. Silence of the Lambs is in the middle. It's not like... Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. It's just I the did... most famous one, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean. Well, we had the issue. <laughs> I thought this film was on... BBC iPlayer. Well, yes, um, it wasn't, was it, uh, no. Georgia? <laughs> no, it wasn't because the internet thought that it was. But then when I actually clicked on the BBC Bite side, it was a French and Saunders episode called Silence of the Lambs. I, in which in, Dawn I French think we was in the mask. The French and Saunders episode. Let's be. I think it would be yeah. great. We should have. I should have taken the time to watch it because we because you had to go. I should have watched that episode and yeah. I think it's probably really good. I like French and Saunders. <laughs> yeah. I, it was just so funny. It was just like, oh no, wait, this isn't the film. This is French and Saunders. <laughs> what now? Yeah. So that was quite funny. But yeah, I think in... Well, in the film, Hannibal says, tell me the truth and don't lie because I'll know. Yes. Which resonated with me. I was like, where have I heard that before? And there's an episode of Criminal Minds where there is an unsub who says tell me something you it's i can't remember there's a ticking time bomb or something and it's like she was like you have to give me i give you you give me a fact about yourself i'll give you a, a fact about myself yeah and tell the truth because if you lie i'll know mm. and i was like i was thinking like she almost said the exact same thing again yeah people want to make sounds of the lambs which isn't a problem who wouldn't want to make sounds of the lambs mm. but it is referenced and it is ingrained itself in pop culture in a way that I don't think because Star Wars has hundreds of parodies but I don't think Star Wars is cheapened by that I think the issue is that Sons of the Lambs is such a serious piece of drama yeah that to parody to reference it makes you aware that you're watching something about Sons of the Lambs this is true but I, I think though I even though like I knew a lot I say a lot I knew the images of the film, like the mask and yeah. like him being strapped up and that kind of thing. And I, as soon as I saw the cage, I think, do you know what? I think I've seen that before. Yeah. Or even in, um, what is it? Oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Harley Quinn is in one of those. Yeah. Like big cages in the middle of a room kind of thing. That is dark. But, like that is incredibly dark yeah. to be fair. Like, but I don't <laughs> think, I, but I didn't expect what happened at any point in the film no oh you can't have expected 
you knew certain images and conversations were coming mm. like the mask you knew that yeah was coming and i knew about goodbye horses but at no point was i expecting it to come about in that way that way that way mm. um, so i think it's quite surprising in a way that it is referenced so much and yet whereas something like mean girls i knew basically the outline of the plot yeah just from like pop culture yeah i think I, at no point did i think the film was actually cheapened but it was like i was going i've seen that before i've seen that before yeah. i've seen that before it is very yeah. odd that you have so much of it in other things mm. to the point that i worry it might make Science of the Lambs seem like a collection of cliches to someone who's watching it for the first time yes. in 10, 20 years. Yes. Because it's the way that I feel like I don't like Hamlet. You, you and I have had this discussion. Yeah. Wow. I cannot believe this fucking <laughs> This comes up. This is a comedy show. Quick, make a penis joke. Ah, <laughs> oh, Bob's. I, oh. <laughs> I don't like Hamlet because of several reasons, but the main one is that I feel Hamlet is a cliche fest because it inspired all these cliches and i think that the same thing was going to happen for silence of the lambs the other reason i don't like hamlet is that he takes too long to make any decisions and yeah. he's a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's why i like him <laughs> um but yeah i know what you mean if anyone said like oh he holds up the skull and says to be or not to be and i was just like no that's that well, no yeah. no that's honestly. not what, no <laughs> honestly um, hang on sorry back to hamlet for a second because we're never gonna talk about yeah. it again I don't need five soliloquies about how you can't make a decision. <laughs> just, <laughs> just one will do. Just one. One soliloquy. <laughs> right. Oh, I t- yeah. Okay. We'll leave Hamlet there because it's about Hamlet. <laughs> when I release my theatre p- yes. podcast about uh, Shakespeare plays, uh, educating, I don't know, someone who's not seen Shakespeare plays, a child. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, though, I... I went into mum's uh, my mum was a teacher and she had a uh, year five class I think and I for whatever reason was off went in to help out and I was just sort of explaining how to lay something out they had to write and mum was like oh it doesn't matter what you write just put it in this layout and I wrote to be or not to be that is the question and everyone was like what and I was like that's Shakespeare, that's Shakespeare. That's... and they're like who and I'm like what are they teaching you at this school? <laughs> and mum well, was like, in- if you'd given those children um, an infinite amount of time and an infinite amount of typewriters, they'd eventually have Yeah, they would, have, they would have done it themselves. But also, in that scenario, the monkeys would also have written the room. So we can't <laughs> <Yeah>. be too... <laughs> <laughs> can't be too picky about what they've said. Um, don't, don't congratulate them. <laughs> yeah. But mum was like, Georgia, they're only in year five. And I'm like, I know, but the principle. <laughs> <laughs> They know what Fortnite is. They should know what Shakespeare is. <laughs> this is a like matter of not ri- Shakespeare's garbage. Like <gasps> I like some Shakespeare plays. I like Midsummer Night's Dream. I, I like Tempest, and I like King no. Lear. Oh, and I quite like Merchant of Venice. Um, if you pretend yes. that it's uh, a commentary about racism and not just racist, which it really is. <laughs> 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 but yeah, he's he's not great. Come on, there are better playwrights out uh- there. Give me Alan Bennett any day. (laughs) Okay, I do like Alan Bennett. But the three Shakespeare plays that you like, they're your favourites. I'm like one of my, uh, like the bottom of my list. So like... Silence of the Lambs? (laughs) Silence of the Lambs. Welcome to Silence of the Lambs. And we talk about Shakespeare. I, wait, hold on. I'll link this. I think Hannibal Lecter would have liked Shakespeare. There we go. Done. Hannibal Hannibal Lecter definitely, like he's the kind of person who recites Shakespeare just off by heart. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Or he'll just give you a quote, 
like just drop it and then... oh he's that prick <laughs> yeah absolutely he is I was going to say something. But with the classical music and the drawing and stuff, it's very... Yeah. He is very artistic and, like, well... Oh, it's just, he's a genius, but that kind of... He is very intelligent, but not just that, he's very eloquent. Yeah. He's almost gentlemanly, and then absolutely not. <laughs> no, I think it's very... That's, like, it's one of those things about psychopaths, isn't it? That they say mm. uh, psychopaths are, like, they know how to fit in in society more than anyone else. Yeah. Because they are always observing... Um, and I, as a psychopath, I have to agree. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves, Webby. You don't fit in. <laughs> True. I'm the opposite <laughs> of a psychopath. I'm yeah. too weird. <laughs> <laughs> I am too weird to be psychotic. Too weird to be a psychopath. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that kind of thing. They are. They have the ability to charm yeah. and talk themselves out of stuff and being well, very calm. The jobs that most psychopaths go into are like therapy, journalism... And the arts, I think, was the list. Oh, and business people. And oh, they're definitely psychopaths. Where you need to talk to, to, like, you need to be able to be personal. Mm. People need to like you to get into any of those yeah. places. So, makes sense. Yeah, what I'm saying is, if you're good at networking, fellow writers, it's not that I'm <laughs> bad at networking. I'm just not a psychopath like not, you. <laughs> exactly. It's not a psychopath like you. So, you should trust people that you don't get on with. Yeah. That's the lesson of today. Um... Yeah, but that that really violent scene when like he breaks out, undercut by this tape that he's got of this classical music, beautiful music, and panning too. past the poetry book and, and the, his beautiful uh, drawings, which is yeah, an interesting feature. Like his art is so photorealistic, and that mm. is another thing about psychopaths. Apparently, don't take my word on any of this. If you have all of these things, you're not a psychopath necessarily, or maybe you are. But don't talk to me are. if you do. Yep. If you're <laughs> but like, good they, at art. They, they, aren't a, they don't tend to see the world through... They don't like things like impressionism and surrealism and stuff. They draw everything very realistic. And they, they like a photograph. <laughs> or a mm. painting that looks like a photo. So what I'm saying is if you're one of those pricks who goes to a modern art museum and goes, it's just writing, it's just a draw, it's just a square... The problem isn't that you don't isn't the isn't the art. It's you, your psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm like that. Okay, no, my judge of art is if I think I could do it, I'm not impressed. So if mm. I see a canvas that's half red, half black, with a white line through it, I'm not like, oh my goodness, that's really good. That's really good art. I'm like, I could have done that. Not impressed. But would you have thought to do it? No, because it doesn't look good. <laughs> No, but it, it, that's the point of modern art. I, yeah. Art is not about, like, doing the most spectacular thing. Part, to be a modern artist of the level where you can just get away with a red square, a black square, and a white line, you have to be really good at art, because you have to be able to think beyond the art. Beyond the art. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't appreciate... But I appreciate some modern art, because it still can be very moving, but my judge of art is... Could I do it? No. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no is the answer. You couldn't. No. Yes. I've accused a lot of people of being psychopaths today. Um, you have. And I'd like to apologise to all the psychopaths listening. <laughs> <laughs> they won't care. They don't have emotions. No. <laughs> what is it? What is it that says don't call us? Don't call a psychopath a psychopath. It hurts their feelings. What's that from? Um, I mean, I wrote in my diary at one point. <laughs> have you Killing been reading Eve. my diary? Yep. <laughs> Killing Eve. I think it's in Killing Eve. I haven't watched all of Killing Eve. It's good. Um, I know it's good. I really enjoyed what I was watching, but it got too tense. <laughs> Aww. 
<laughs> well, now you've had this film, maybe you could. You've no, got it. Got Seven it didn't you. fix it. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is one of those films I was really surprised that you hadn't seen. But now that I know that you're not that keen on thrillers, I kind of get it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm yeah. glad that. I'm glad that you have now. I, I, you know, I'm glad I have. I think I enjoyed the experience of watching it. I thought it was a really good film and I'm better for seeing it. I'm better f- uh, for seeing Seven. I just don't want to ever watch it again or put someone just... through it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I'm saying that's fair. I've never seen it. I've no idea what it's like. It was nearly on the list, but I but you genuinely didn't watch don't it again. want to put someone through watching Seven. I don't want to have to say everyone should watch Seven because that means... There are people who are going to force themselves through Seven. And n- no. <laughs> if you're the kind of person who'd like Seven, you've probably seen it. Or you've just had it recommended to you. Georgia. <laughs> mm. Yeah. This is very much my my kind of film, I think. This is probably... I mean, I absolutely love Little Miss Sunshine. But I think that kind of feel-good film. But on the flip side of that, I think this is the film that I have enjoyed most as a film that i probably should have watched before and like yeah because this is the kind of uh, along the lines of things that i would watch normally in my own time without having a list yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think clarice i like the fact that she isn't just this oh i'm a young strong fbi person and nothing affects me but she's That's not true She's not um, too much the other side of, oh, I'm so affected by all of this because I I'm a woman. What's brilliant about it, one of the things which I, I really want to, like, is how it, like, looks at how uncomfortable it would be as, 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 as not, I'm not a woman, unsurprisingly. Um, really? But as, it gives a very clear look to someone about what, how uncomfortable it would be being a woman in a male-dominated field like that. Like there's mm. so many close angles of the men ogling her or talking down to her and shit like even yeah. like a single scene of her running has a bunch of men run past and then stare at yeah. her asses. Like it is really good at that and it it's one of those things that the, the part of the discomfort of the film is watching from the it being from the point of view of this woman who, even though she's quite a powerful figure, mm. is still shaken a little by how the men are treating her because yeah that's. I mean, you would be, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I say it's funny you mentioned the running thing. Like, oh, they're like looking at their asses, but I, I saw it more as they were kind of laughing at them. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know. I say because it's her and her friend, isn't it? And yeah. it's kind of I don't know whether they're ahead of them in the running. If it's like a loop thing, so they're kind of like past. Mm. I don't really know, but same point applies. And then her superior, who's like recommended her to do this. Oh, at one point, Hamill insinuates he wants to fuck her. Yeah, there is something sort of between yeah. them, which I thought was quite... I don't know, it was... Maybe that I is why think... he yeah, recommends her for it. Yeah. Yeah, there is something... There is seems to be something more than mentor-mentee kind of mm. relationship. But he says, oh, this crime's quite graphic. Oh, like, can you come into a different room? Yeah. And it's just like, you've already told her in the helicopter what's happened. Yeah, I think and he does she's... say he was doing it to get the officers on side. Or... Yeah, but, but I think... I don't think it was... I think but it, it ties was, that into wasn't... that sort of prejudice thing. That... Yeah, but it wasn't unusual. The officer didn't go, what do you mean? She's an F... like she's going to be yeah. an FBI agent. She should know this as well. He's like, yeah, fair enough. And then walks out and it's just like... Wow, okay. But then when everyone stood around in 
the morgue and she says okay right thanks Laza. like you've helped enough now you don't need to be here anymore get out yeah and they all sort of look at her and she's like yeah come on then off you go and they all do they all go yeah like from her word so i think in that she shows that she can be but it isn't that oh everyone listens to me and everything's fine but mm. it's not so flipped the other way like it's just hinted at it's placed in there and i think that is yeah. so like poignant. With the nerds who oh boy are they nerds um, oh, adorable. That a murder investigation is the right time to start flirting. Um, are you hitting on me? Yeah. <laughs> I look as a. I'm not that kind of nerd. Um, no. I'm too um, artistic. <laughs> I was gonna say rebellious. <laughs> sure. I'm too rebellious to be that kind of nerd. Uh, no, but I'm not the kind of like squeaky voice gives a. Like, I give a shit about a lot of things a bit much. Like, I love me a comic, I love me a film, I love me a TV show. I really do get in on that stuff. But, like, also, it bugs me that this sort of nerd who doesn't know how to talk to women and thinks this is a good time to flirt and has a squeaky voice and is obsessed with bugs is a thing in the... It's just so... Everything else in the film is so very intelligent and Mm. this feels so boring yeah, I know what you mean. The two guys who work in the I should know like and and like who are these two entomologists who work yeah. with bugs and they're two men who don't know how to talk to women and And really... I mean, look, I've been around men who work with bugs. Um that's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I've been around men who work with bugs. And yeah, they don't know how to talk to women. But... <laughs> <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them. If you spend enough time around ladybirds, you're going to get good at talking to the yeah. ladies and the birds. Exactly. Boom! Joke. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> well, I say, I only, I've only met one entomologist, and that was a woman. She oh. is a woman. So, <laughs> I, I, I assume she knows how to talk to herself. I don't... Um... <laughs> she looks in the mirror and goes, Ah! <laughs> ah! Oh, women! <laughs> but she may be a very shy lesbian. I have no idea. Maybe, um, maybe. But yeah, I do. I know what you mean. Everything else is so clever and so poignant, and oh, we'll do this kind of thing, and we won't make this too over the top. And like Hannibal, I think in parodies of him, he is a lot more graphic yeah. and a lot more talking about what I've done. And he isn't like that. He's not a showboat. He's very controlling. He's manipulative, but he's intelligent, and it's yeah. played almost cool. I think. So that the moments of violence are so dramatic, and yet they've got a gag about some nerds. Who Those are, nerds like, feel like something out of an eighties frat comedy. It's really disconnected, contrasting. Yeah, it's quite. Don't get me wrong. I, do... I love an eighties frat comedy, but yeah, you know, <laughs> not in the bad another stuff. film. Um, but yeah, not in Han- not in a fucking film about a psychopath, and not in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah, I did think it was quite odd tonally out of mm. everything because well, there again, aren't any other moments of that kind of you've got that, that uncomfortable of... moment with the guy flirting who is an uncomfortable person but it is still like what the fuck are they doing in this film what are these cartoon characters doing yeah. in this film yeah <laughs> I know what you mean but I didn't think it was like uncomfortable I, I suppose compared to the other things that are uncomfortable in this film that I mean, was not no, one of them it's, it's, <laughs> if, compared to everything else this is easy watch that's a bit easy watching but... easy watching because <laughs> she, she even says with a smile are you hitting on me and he's like yeah so it's kind of I, I almost applauded him for um, his 
like brazen like he's a he's yeah. a he's a brave brazen little nerd cartoon exactly but he, it is odd that yeah he's a, no, no, no. anyway um <laughs> pass but yeah i think that's the only thing that's like out of place even yeah. the ending that i know you didn't like really feel but <laughs> i think that is the only thing that's out of place in this film do we both have to give ratings do you know i think we might okay well i'm gonna give it a four out of five I'm taking off one because of transphobia and annoying nerds. Yeah. I, Do you know what? I, I might actually agree with you. <laughs> I knew I was a film expert. I get to Absolutely. keep my credit despite having never watched this film. <laughs> I think... Do you know what? I think I might give it like a couple of like... It might be a 4.2 for me because this is like my genre. I enjoy yeah. it. I probably enjoyed it more than... You appreciated it more because you know more about film, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, more it. <laughs> because I wasn't as stressed. Although, I mean, it's funny I say that I'm enjoying it, but then when I catch myself, because I never usually watch films with like an image of myself looking back. Whenever I caught myself, I I was either like this, like with my hands by my face, or I'm up with a waving in the air, or I was yeah. like, yeah, I I did look quite you do concerned a lot of that. A lot do of the you time. not know that you do this? <laughs> I know that I do it. I've never had to look at myself doing it, <laughs> if that makes sense. So that's our ratings. Four, 4.2. Yeah. Pretty good. Next week, we're going to stick with cannibals. Ooh. But we're going to watch a French film. Bon. Cool. Yes, we're going to watch a Bond French film called Raw. Oh. Eating people raw. I see. Nem, nem, nem. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, I think you have to cackle. I refuse. You know you, you could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah well that was fun <laughs> oh why would you do that because <laughs> <laughs> it amuses me <laughs> boy that certainly will go down in history as an episode of this show if you enjoyed it which i know you did you can follow us on social media twitter at hatpackprod and facebook and instagram hatpackproductions plus If you enjoyed the show, which again, you definitely did, subscribe on whatever you're listening with. Spotify, Acast, Stitcher. Why are you using Stitcher?